This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1800, how this Hollywood accent coach trained Caitlin Deaver for Monsterland. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. When it comes to accent training, no one does it better than Hollywood. In today's episode, you'll meet Ron Carlos, who has worked with actors from Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, and Monsterland. He'll share the three tactics that he uses with movie stars to help them speak with different accents. Plus, find out how you can get accent training with Hollywood trainers like Ron. Listen in today. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Ron. Welcome to All Ears English. I'm excited to have you. How are you today? Thank you. I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is fantastic. Guys, today on All Ears English, we have Ron Carlos, who is a Hollywood voice, speech, and dialect coach based in Los Angeles, California. And Ron has a master's in voice and speech from Harvard University, and he works with actors on productions from Netflix to Marvel to Broadway. And he has worked with, can you, can you help us pronounce that name of that famous actor Ron, yes, real quick? Yes. yes. Uh, Nikolai Coster-Waldo, okay. uh, Caitlin Deaver, Sam Claflin, Harvey Firestein. Excellent. And Nikolai there is from Game of Thrones and Sam Claflin has acted in the Hunger Games trilogy. Isn't that right? There, yes. Ron. Fantastic. So, Ron, how did you get into this amazing business of working with such famous Hollywood stars with them on their accents? Yeah. So, I was um, I was training to be an actor, actually, and okay. musical theater at a star in New York for Broadway. And um, as part of that, we had to take a voice and speech class to work on our own speech. I came from upstate New York, where there was. Uh, I had a very regional accent that uh, that okay. I needed to learn about. 
Uh, and so my, my speech teacher actually saw my progress and saw me helping my peers. And then he was a dialect coach in TV and film, uh, a wonderful coach named Daniel Diego Pardo. And he asked me if I'd like to uh, train and follow him and shadow him and sub for him. And I've been doing it ever since and got my master's, like you said, at the American Repertory Theater Institute at Harvard. I love it. It's all about having good mentors in life, right, Ron? You know, meeting that right person at the right moment. And it's funny because I have a hard time imagining you with an upstate New York accent. Right. It's a very (laughs) it's a very specific accent. And I could tell that you've kind of adopted a more, I guess, mainstream kind of standard accent. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's partly because I, you know, moved from upstate New York to New York City and was right. suddenly hearing sounds from all over the world. And okay. but also we worked on specific sounds of mine that might keep me from getting certain jobs as an actor or uh, would would make me not quite for not quite right for specific roles. Interesting. So guys, we are going to be inspired today by Ron's advice and strategies because it's all about understanding how to adjust the way you speak for the role you need in life, whether it's that job to be well understood or whether it's in the case of the people that Ron works with, the actors and actresses that entertain us on our TV every night. So Ron, let's mention where else our listeners could find you and what the other activity or project that you are working on currently that could actually help our listeners. What are you working on. Yeah, so I'm I'm the founding coach on the Bold Voice app, uh, which is on the App Store. You can find it, and it's an app that will help you. Uh, you have live, uh, you have videos of uh, Hollywood coaches who yeah. go in and give you training on certain sounds and certain things about American English. And then you can then practice those words with the help of artificial intelligence, uh, which is so cool, and it gives you live feedback. I love that. It is really a unique thing. The fact that you guys do use Hollywood accent coaches like you, Ron, and other colleagues of yours. I have not seen any other apps out there like that. It makes me think of the example of Renee Zellweger when she adopted a British accent, right? Even though she's from the Southern US, her accent in Bridget Jones, any comments on that? I thought it was amazing, but I have an untrained ear. <laughs> I thought it was great. I haven't seen that movie since uh, since before I was a coach, but I really uh, I was able to get washed away in the story. So I think job well done. Yes. Uh, Nothing really stuck out and took me out of it. Okay. I love it. So, you know, before we move on to your tips and strategies for our listeners today, I want to make sure you guys know where you can get the bold voice app. So go over to the app store and type in bold voice and download that. Give that a try because I love the idea of working with coaches like you, Ron, you know, to really, as you said, get ready for your role in life and business. All right. So good. So good. So Ron, let's get into your tips today. So you've had a lot of experience working on these different movies. We would love to know three tips you could offer our audience on how you've trained these famous actors to speak with the right accent or in the right way, the right dialect. Specifically, what is the case study we're going to use today, Ron? Who are we going to talk about specifically? Yeah, so uh, let's talk about uh, my work with Caitlin Deaver on the okay. Hulu show Monsterland. Okay. Uh, she played a character from Lafouche Parish, Louisiana, and Caitlin is not that. <laughs> so, right. What yeah. is the nature? Just before we get into it, can you describe the nature of the Louisiana accent? Because it is really different and maybe even different from the New Orleans accent. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, a little bit. So, um, you know, New Orleans has um, a wonderful Creole culture, which is, you know, mixed race, uh, um, French, Spanish, African. Um, they also have a lot of French influence there. And then you also, in, in Lafouche Parish, you have um, Cajun culture, which, which again, more French. Yes. Um, but also you have American Southern coming in from Mississippi. So it's this blend, uh, this real melting pot of all the different worlds of the American South. I love it. Is it similar to the accent from True Detectives, from that show, True Detective, these accents that you're working with? In, in yeah, the, pretty, uh, pretty yeah. similar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. where did you say she's originally from? What is her standard accent? What is her natural accent? Like, where did we go from and where did we go to? Come from and so um, I believe if I remember correctly, uh, I'm sure Caitlin will find us on Instagram or something. <laughs> sure. um, I believe she was, uh, she might have been born in Texas and okay. then um, lived in Los Angeles for a long time. So okay. she had a, uh, an accent like mine where yeah. you might hear one or two things here or there, but you couldn't quite pinpoint, but she had access to Texas. I love it. I love it. So we're going from kind of this Texas. She understood the Texas accent, had a little experience with it, and now is moving into this uh, parish in Southern Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it then, Ron. So let us know what would be one of the takeaways for our listeners. One of the tips, one of the strategies that you used to get her ready. I mean, first of all, how much time did you have to work with her on this? I had a week before we started shooting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Week? So it's very quick. It's very quick work. Um, so first, first and foremost, uh, the, the best thing to do is to find really good models, find okay. people who have this accent uh, and then use use their accent and take on what parts of uh, what parts of that accent that you need to take into yourself. Okay. So models. So where do we find, where did you, let's get specific. Where did you find yeah. these models? Where did you go to find examples and how did you and she consume those models, those examples to use that as yeah. part of the work? Mm -hmm. So, um, so I found, I went on, on Wikipedia really, and found people from this place and then narrowed it down to try to get them as close in age, um, race, ethnicity, socioeconomic yeah. status as Caitlin's character. Uh, and so once I found all of that, I could then listen and uh, I could listen to each sound of the English language and figure out what they're doing. Yes. I would also yes. watch and listen for how these people are using their mouth. What are their lips doing? Yeah. Um, how, how does the tongue move? What, okay. what parts of the tongue are being used? Um, what is the back of the mouth doing? Is it open? Is it closed, et cetera? And then, and then you work with that. You do, it's a lot of really gentle mimicry. So it's, you know, listen to a phrase of this person speaking, pause, try to mimic it back. And then okay. Caitlin would have my feedback. Ooh, you did this right. Um, let's, let's find another word like that. Ooh, this sounded a little off. Let's figure that out. Very interesting. I love it. And I love that you noted, you know, you had to pay attention to socioeconomic, right? Because language varies across not just uh, country and culture, but gender, age, socioeconomic class. So you really had to make sure you were matching because otherwise people from that region wouldn't, wouldn't buy it, right? They wouldn't, it wouldn't quite yeah. work. Yeah. And 
And it not only would they not buy it, um, but you know, these are this is the the accent that someone's mother has, or this is the yes. accent that people's best friends have. So there's a lot of pride in the way that people speak. Yeah, there's nothing more intimate in a way than the way we speak, the nuances of a, of the way people from our our group, our our culture speak. I mm-hmm. love that. So the first tip then for you guys, for our listeners, is using models but also not just using models and understanding the movements of the mouth and hearing it, but also paying attention to gender, age, socioeconomic class. How do you want to sound? Would that be the first tip, Ron? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, uh, what kind of voice do you want to put out into the world? I love it. Find that model. I love it. So modeling is the first thing you did. And again, I'm shocked by the fact that this only took a week. I, I was imagining you know, a year or six months. So that's kind of inspiring for our listeners that this can be done relatively fast in a concentrated period of time. Right, Ron? I will say, um, you know, I was with Caitlin every day on set too. So yeah. she would, um, she would perform in this accent and then I would be there to be like, oh, hey, uh, right. on the next take, maybe, maybe do this, this, and this. And that's, oh, okay. you know, not something you'll have in real life. You know, she was trying to take this on forever. Sure. It would be much longer work. Sure. We yeah. can't have you in our, in our conference calls when we're calling, you know, the Paris office from New York, from Tokyo or something too bad. <laughs> uh, did you, <laughs> you ever, you have could, you could. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, I mean, that's why the app could be helpful, right? Cause we get to work exactly. with you right inside that app in our pockets. We can pull it out when we're getting ready to go on that conference call guys. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, did you ever have to kill a scene just due to the accent not working and everything else was right? Um, I would never kill it, um, but it, there there were a couple times where it's, oh, we have to go again. Everybody okay. liked this take and we have to do it again. I'm you so to, sorry. And then if again. something creeps through, then um, in editing, um, there are there are tricks where we could have the actor then re-speak a line and then they put it onto the put it okay. onto the body. But that's not ideal. Oh, there are certain do-overs we could do, but not ideal. Okay, guys. So that's our number one piece of advice from Ron is modeling and thinking about more than just what you're hearing, right? It's so much deeper. What would be the second tactic that you used with the actress? So the, the second thing is the, the, which I think is very important is the music, listen to the musicality of the speech. Yeah. How does, how does, um, and the musicality is, is pitch, mm-hmm. it's rhythm, okay. speed, speed, and volume. Okay, okay. And so all of these things are really directly related to not only what you're saying, but what you mean by what you're saying, what the context is. Yes. Um, and so we call these uh, super segmentals. And so these are the things that are kind of like above the sounds of the accent. Okay. And so I think, uh, yeah, so that's an, that's another thing to really get across what you mean. And that's yes. something that, uh, that our app works on. There's some videos where we, yeah, where we go into some of that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so 
is that, so that just depends on the mood of what's happening in the story at that time or how, what was the material that you would use for that? Would that be the actual script or is it the modeling again or how, how did that work? Be a little bit of both um, because you have to match, you know, what the model is saying and what they kind of mean to what the script is saying. So um, let me give, uh, let me give an example off my head. So like I live in a red house and you live in a blue house. Yeah. So red, blue, and that's how I make that comparison. Right. Not every accent is going to do that. Some will be like, I live in a red house and you live in a blue house, you know, where it goes down. And so you have to listen to those things. Um, I know, you know, speakers of Spanish might say, I live in a red house and you live in a blue house. Right, right. Completely different. And so you had to mirror that. I love it. So, so it's like the first step, you're just learning the sounds and now we're overlaying those sounds into the story in a way. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So, so good. Okay. So fantastic modeling and then understanding the story, the musicality. And then what would be the third thing that you would rely on for, to get this accent ready? And so then this is, this is practice materials. Once we're really working with the sounds and practicing, you know, saying, um, saying start instead yep. of start, mm-hmm. you know, um, something like that, then it's about practice materials, how um, really getting your mouth around different sentences, different words, yes. um, because consonants around a vowel, you know, start is going to be different from car in what your mouth has to do to get around those sounds. So really practicing with a variety of different things different words, different sentences, short stories, and then getting back into the script. Super important. Ah, so this sounds kind of like a gym workout for our, for our mouths, uh, kind of a forming, learning to, to literally move in that way. Cause you're right. I mean, we can listen all we want, but if we physically can't make those sounds or we haven't been making them all our lives, it's a workout. We got to do our pushups, right, Ron? <laughs> exactly. And yeah. And so it, you know, and that's, that's why, it's a longer piece of work because just like push-ups, you have to, uh, you're building actual muscles in your mouth and those muscles are already built because you come in with your speech habits the way they are. So it's about slowly changing those habits over a long period of time, going back to exercises, going back to sounds that you think you've mastered and making sure that you're, uh, that you're taking those skills with you as you progress. Now in this situation, is there immediate correction? Like, would she, was she doing this on her own before the one week of work started with you? Or was this something that was done and you were always with her and you were correcting? Cause a lot of times our listeners, they're looking for immediate correction. And I think in the app, that's something they get as well is they immediately get corrected with the, you know, if they haven't pronounced something correctly, but is that what you did with Caitlin or is it more, she was working on her own and then she came to you with this foundational work done. We met, yeah, we met at the starting gate. So okay. uh, we did this work together and okay. uh, went through it all. Uh, and then, and then I was there with her uh, as she shot all of her dialogue for that episode. Very impressive. I, I'm yeah. again, astounded that it only took a week. So this is inspiring for our listeners. How much of this did you take from your degree? I know you studied accents and dialects at, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. How much of this did you take from your studies, Ron, and bring into Hollywood? 
so 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 much um yeah. you know the my my degree was specifically in voice and speech pedagogy yeah. so it is the it is the study of teaching uh so uh i also work with a thing called knight thompson speech work and so okay. i i gain skills from grad school from yeah. them and it's and uh all of these great speech teachers who came before me Incredible. Do you have any final kind of words of wisdom before we talk a bit more about the app for our listeners on how they could be inspired and use what they've learned today? You know, not necessarily to go to Hollywood, but to be able to have that conference call, to give that presentation and to be successful and feel like they're connecting. Yeah, I would say, um, I would say where you are is perfect. Your accent is perfect and work on the skills that you want to work on, work on them slowly and forgive yourself. If there are mistakes or if somebody asks you uh, to repeat yourself, Uh, forgive yourself, then do the, bring the work back up in your mind and then go about your day. It's slow. It can be slow work sometimes, uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. You and the way you speak, it's your, it's your culture. It's your, it's your life. And uh, and this way of speaking will, will, will come. I love that. I love the attitude of being patient with oneself, right? Because we can't get anywhere if we don't have that kind of patience. And like we, you know, we take care of ourselves in our learning. And I like the idea to keep in mind, guys, that we are okay the way we are, right? At Allers English, we focus on connection, not perfection. We're always working yes. towards, yeah, always working towards being able to connect and getting better, obviously, but we can also like appreciate ourselves in every, every moment. So it's always kind of a journey, right, Ron? Yes. It's always a journey. And, um, and the things that make you specific, make you, you, so make sure that you give those some love too. I love it. And so on the bold voice app, you guys, do you personalize the lessons based on the native language of the person learning? Exactly right. Yeah. Cool. So we have uh, like a like a course for native Spanish speakers yeah. or a course for people who speak Hindi um, and those related languages and have English um, with that kind of accent. So we, yeah. we specify um, so that, you know, we can work on the sounds that need to be worked first um, or, you know, the, the skills that come with those accents. Yeah. I think that's a really smart way to do it. Right. Because when it comes to accent training, pronunciation training, it's not a one size fits all because we're all starting from a certain place. Caitlin was starting from a different place as one of our students might be starting from. So you have to keep that in mind. That's why I think the bold voice app app is pretty smart when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, guys, I want to encourage you to go on over and check out the Bold Voice app. You can go and find it in the app store and I'll go ahead and spell it out to make sure you guys are able to to get that app. Go to B-O-L-D-V-O-I-C-E. Just go into the app store, whether you're on Android or iOS, type that in and you will be able to, I believe you guys offer the first week for free. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. I love it. So guys going over there, Ron, any closing thoughts? This has been fantastic to meet you and get a little glimpse into, you know, the world of Hollywood and how you guys do that. I I've learned a few things myself. Great. Yes. Uh, my final words are, um, 
hello. It's nice to meet you. And I hope we get to work together. Yeah, great. Go on over and see Ron in the app, delivering those lessons. You could take him with you in the app anywhere and get started from there. So good. Fantastic, Ron. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.